Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hey, everyone. This is John Roca, the producer of Collider Heroes. Collider Heroes is brought to you by DC Universe, the first all-DC platform for us DC fans where you can binge the new and highly touted original series, Titans, or jump into the beloved yet bizarre Doom Patrol with new episodes dropping weekly. Also, check out the thousands of comics just added, including more recent titles and complete storylines. Join at DCUniverse.com. Stay little chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you want that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Collider Heroes. Today, we are going to have our non-spoiler review of Shazam!, and we are going to talk about both Captain's Marvel cleaning up at the box office because the sneak previews were this weekend for Shazam, which is going to open soon. And Captain Marvel has crossed a very big milestone. Now, it is just me and my friend Marquis McCarty today. We are missing a koi, uh, but you'll get to see what exciting stuff he's working on soon. Welcome back to the show. Ah, I'm glad to be back. And I, I, <laughs> I like that the two of us are going to be doing this. Um, yeah, for uh, anybody that hasn't seen it yet, uh, we just did a, a big event for uh, DC Universe and we were yeah, two of the reporters in Metropolis so that <laughs> was, was really fun. That was really fun. So so this is Heroes number 298. As Koi would make sure to tell you, we are closing in on that big 300 uh, which we will find a way to spider theme somehow. But first... After a long, long, long wait, or what felt like forever, it felt like waiting. forever. <laughs> it really did. The original Captain Marvel is, has gotten a feature film. He is Shazam now. I am finally used to saying it. Uh, it is coming to theaters soon, uh, and the some of us have already had a chance to see it. So this is a non-spoiler review of Shazam from DC Comics. The original Fossa character. What did we think? Uh, well, we, I'm going to speak for both of us here. Uh, <laughs> we loved it. 
Uh, no, for for real though, this particular moment, it's it's feel good at times. It's cheesy, and you needed that. The fact that this is a DC film, I love that so much because they actually go there with Billy Batson and his foster family. You know, you have Darla, you have Mary, uh, uh, Eugene. Oh my God, just all of them. They really do encapsulate that feeling that you get when you read Shazam. Like I'm the the new Shazam in particular. You know, one through three, I believe four is coming out. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday. So, um, yeah, but they really do manage to do that. Plus, something that they do really well in animated DC that I really love that they did in this movie is that they utilize everything. So, if you see something in the movie where you're like, oh, that kind of reminds me of this that I read. Yes. Yes, is that. And I, I love that they <laughs> that did that. That is a perfect, like, non-spoiler cheese to the mm. amount of, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like saw that. that. I saw what you did there. Mm-hmm, I saw that. Mm-hmm, oh, how that. interesting that is. Exactly. Um, it opens so many interesting doors uh, to the other parts of the universe. Mm-hmm. And so what did we think? We liked it <laughs> a lot. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very relieved. Uh, I, the, it's an interesting challenge that this movie had to take a character who is absolutely beloved to a certain segment, but not necessarily the same kind of household name as he was many, many years ago, uh, and introduce his fundamental concepts in a way that let them take themselves seriously, but not too seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think that everyone is going to have some level of mileage may vary with the, like, the, the ways that they land on that, but I think that the approach they took, big with superpowers, fundamentally worked. Uh, this version of the character, I think they have, they're going to successfully introduce to the mass audience via this film. Um, it has real moments of wonder that harken back to that legacy. Um, and, like, it's full of, of jokes and humor and twists and turns and upsetting your expectations uh, in, that, in, the, in the way that makes a comedy fun and light and refreshing. And I think that that is going to land with audiences. I think it's going to connect with audiences. Uh, I like, this is... Clearly a movie that is benefiting from the freedom that they now have to let things uh, breathe and be their own thing. Yes. I, I love that they're doing that with their movies. I mean, you saw that with Aquaman. You let it have its own personality. I mean, we're, we're aware of the universe. We know about the DC universe. But it's letting these characters breathe and exist in their own bubble and then have it be where they're going into the world. I absolutely adore that. Like, that's what makes uh, Shazam so accessible. Because literally, you do not... You do not have to have read a single Shazam comic. You can go into this movie and enjoy yourself. So Absolutely the case. Yes. Yeah. And in fact, if anything, you'll be like, hey, you know, you seem to laugh a lot at that particular part. Um, what's that all about? <laughs> Wait, I can read that? So, yeah. They, they draw on an interesting mix of the different mythologies for it. So, like, from the comic book reader perspective, like, it is clear that they are drawing inspiration from Absolutely. the 2011 redesigned version. Uh, Practically panel for panel. <laughs> but the plot, they take very differently. Like, yes. they, there are elements that, that are now going to feel, like, that are now permanently parts of his mythology. Because they, like, they very successfully, tra- and some of my favorite parts are under that. I, I don't. I don't believe it's a spoiler because she's already my favorite, but Darla is the best. Oh, my God, Darla. And ah. she, of course, didn't exist 10 years ago, but <laughs> is now like a, a, a wonderful permanent addition to that mythos, which is grounded in the original Fawcett World War II comics with the Shazam family concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I loved how they handled that. The performances were great. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I don't want to list off actors just in case that's something that is best for someone not to know, but um, definitely uh, everybody brings their A-game with this. I mean, I, I mean, I think you know who I'm talking about in particular with this, but you, you're you going to see the movie soon, so no worries about that. But yeah, God, just a feel-good movie. There I are like one, that. There are moments for me in it where I would have been okay with them going even further with taking mm. their, like, with, like, not needing to poke fun in certain moments. Right. But that, I think, I think the balance that they struck is going to be the one that works for, like, the, the, that mass audience who might be sort of reluctant because the movie is very committed to how cool and wondrous this mythology is, but they do make a mission out of sort of sneaking you into it in that sense. Yes. Um, you know, your friend that doesn't get superhero movies, they, they're represented in this movie uh, pretty prominently, in fact. So, yeah, it's this is one of those movies that um, I, I pretty much rate movies like uh, how many times I'll go see it on my own dime mm-hmm. after I've already had to cover it for work. Uh, this is at least four or five. 
So that's that that says a lot for uh, movies in general because it's like what twenty to thirty dollars a pop with concessions. So. Yeah. The repetition uh, measurement. <laughs> I would say uh, I, I was very impressed with the look of the movie, especially like going in knowing that they were doing this on a somewhat smaller budget than things. Mm. I, I, I'm not always the one who spots like effects problems in movies, but I, I thought it looked amazing. Yeah, because um, I remember um, back when when there was the uh, the outfit reveal, and then there were some people that were just like, "Wait, what is this? What's going on here?" And it's like, "No, no, no, no. There's such a thing called post. There, <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's like, don't worry about it." Kind I don't of, know if the movie outfit is going to rank as my all fa- all time favorite version <laughs> of the outfit, right? But like, it works. That. It works in the movie. The movie works. Like, <laughs> it's that it's that bit of cornball that you you need, especially with like um, I don't know for it it being of a, a, it kind of feels almost like it's a certain demographic that would respond extremely well to this. Oh, speaking of which, um, with demographics, I wouldn't necessarily, for me personally, say that this is an all ages movie. Uh, there's, there's some, uh, there's some tense scenes and uh, some depiction of uh, creatures in this. I would think like maybe 12 or 13 and up as opposed to younger, but then that is me personally. I feel like that. some of the sort of filmmakers' uh, background in other genres comes through in positive ways here, mm-hmm. in, in, uh, but also lends it like there's, there's some... Like, I didn't expect the jump scares in the Shazam movie, and they were very effective. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. I mean, Mark that's, Strong that's is chewing the scenery beautifully. I think that's, we can just, we all knew that going in, that he'd be like, my job is, yes? Okay, good. Got this. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they definitely made you feel, uh, feel Philadelphia. I mean, you definitely got it. There was a lot of love. It was almost like it was another character uh, in this movie. It was set in its place. And... I don't know. It's just everything kind of, uh, well, not everything. No movie's perfect. Um, but it definitely clicked in, in all the really right ways that you wanted it to. You know, this is, this is a movie that my mom would enjoy seeing, and she, she has no idea who Shazam is at all, but she would like this. And it does seem clear, like, it, it, is, it is aimed at that. Like, part mm-hmm. of my thing is that, like, I don't need convincing that superheroes are awesome. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the, some stuff, like, that's not for me. That's for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but... Uh, I do think that the I'm very curious to get into the nitty gritty of all of their narrative choices, but they they basically like the the essence of the review is like did they accomplish what they set out to do? Put the story across in a way that they think is going to reach like a new generation of watchers and viewers? They did. Yes, you did. Yeah, it. good. They thing. did that. Hey, <laughs> well done, you. Oh my gosh, uh, you know, really feeling it there. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack good. Uh, mm. Any any other like technical stuff on the movie that you that we can non spoiler comment on? Non spoiler comment on that's the thing. Um, ooh, uh, I like a number of the themes that they cover with this. You know, um, abandonment, where home is, who home is, mm-hmm. uh, type of a thing. I very they very much drive that home with it. Oh, non spoiler, non spoiler. Let's see, uh, and. Well, there, there, there are some. <laughs> they have fun with their effects. I will say that. I mean, like you can even see, like with the posters and everything. We have this. They have fun with the effects. They have fun with um, what comic book readers would consider canon. With some things, when you see the movie, you will know exactly what I mean by that. But um, hey, just looking at this poster, I love me some Captain Sparkle fingers. <laughs> And just, I'm sure no one involved uh, was aware of this, but that makes me laugh extra hard because uh, Princess Sparklefist is a nickname for Carol Danvers that came out of the Kelly Sue DeConnick run. And I think it's just this beautiful coincidence in the way that, like, those movies are tied together by weird-ass destiny. Um, uh, but, yeah, I love it very much. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that coincidence made me very happy. Uh, certain events that play out that are based on that Jeff Johns reimagining made me very happy. I don't think that's a spoiler, but that's all gonna, mm-hmm. I'm going to say about it. Uh, the the actual action scenes were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing about that, like, that will also we have to wait for spoilers to get into. But like, coming from the comic book side, the this movie gets to be its own thing, but does, as you I think we'll all know from the previews, take place in a a DC universe. Mm. With, oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, and they're yeah. There's no, there will be so much to discuss mm. uh, on that because it like it's, it's in an in an, an exciting way, um, you know that that obviously uh, 
some of these characters are not unfamiliar with the concept of superheroes. And exactly. that will give us a lot to talk about, uh, specifically on this show where we care about that stuff. Very nicely said. Very <laughs> non-spoilery said. Yes, I agree. Uh, this movie is aware of the DC universe, um, but breathes on its own. But very aware of the DC universe. <laughs> Yep. Uh, I think that probably to just to prevent us from getting too much in the weeds, uh, we will have much more to say about this. The things that I want to come, like that, that I'd like to see them go further with, the mm. things that I can't believe they did at all, uh, the very talented and charming actors who are all over this movie. Uh, yes, I the, hope the, this does good things the for The comedy, the comedy with it. I mean, it definitely, it definitely goes there, <laughs> and you you appreciate that. And it's um, it, this movie gets to a certain point that um, nothing is over the top. You know, by the time they reach the end, nothing is over the top. Oh, and yes, uh, two post credit scenes stay after the credits. <laughs> I, I hope you would have anyway, right? You're watching this show. You know how superhero movies work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. Uh, that, that, that's our Shazam non-spoiler comments. I know Koi also loved it, so I can't wait to get him on to, to share his thoughts about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, we are not the only people who have seen this movie. Uh, a nicely large, impressive group of y'all uh, showed up to the Fandango early screenings this weekend. Um, it made over $3 million. Uh, did a, a, it's not... It's not sort of an accepted measure that we throw around for movies, but it was a very good showing for the the in early interest levels of uh, Shazam that we got this weekend. And this same weekend, uh, in and I love this graphic. I just need to shout out how hilarious. I, I laughed uncontrollably <laughs> when I saw this. Um, but I'm happy like because money, I like money, to money, see money, money, money. Good, good work get rewarded yeah. by everyone showing up. Just like a ticker tape of money. I love that. <laughs> Marvel's Captain Marvel uh, crossed over... And well past the 900 million mark this weekend at the box office, including international. Uh, a, a wonderful milestone on the way to, I think, what we can now say is an inevitable billion. Oh, yeah. Probably like, by next weekend. Um, I mean... <laughs> now, it did not actually win the American box office because mm. a lot of good stuff is going on. Yes. Uh, the American box office did um, edge it out. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Us. Uh, Jordan Peele's Us is his, uh, I guess, his sophomore film, I guess you, you could say, his sophomore directing uh, debut. And yeah, obviously Us is not a superhero movie, so we're not going to talk a lot about it. We were talking ahead and Marky was like, damn it, this is Heroes. It doesn't account. And I was like, we can mention it anyway. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well worth the watch for us. Um, if you like horror movies or if you do not like horror movies, but you enjoy comedy and tension, uh, suspense and relatability, you're going to really enjoy Us. I mean, I, I will say that that's, it's the type of movie that goes home with you like it does it it does stay i mean it's almost like it tethers itself to you once you leave once you leave the theater um i i recommend seeing it in a theater with other people just because it really is a a, that's a theater going experience it really is and very intentional planned you feel the layers um in us when you're when you're watching it but yeah yeah go go ahead and check it out if you're if you if you will yeah, mm-hmm. bonus plug for that. I, yeah. I, I haven't seen us yet because I don't do a lot of Okay, hormones, we're going. I know I need we're to. We're going. I'm, I'm going to get the whole we're thing spoiled going. for me. That's uh, happening. Yeah, I can't so wait to see you jump. <laughs> it's going to be the worst. If I like, And you just heard me be like, the scares in Shazam were kind of intense for me. So we'll see. Um, but no, I'm actually really excited about it. Uh, any other comments on watching these these movies like i i hit that thing i was i was really happy honestly to see because shazam is not tracking for crazy crazy numbers because it's a family movie because it's sort of functioning as an independent kind of entry Mm -hmm. it doesn't have a lot of the stuff that it can rely on so i was really happy to see that people really showed up for that yeah no i i love uh, that both of the captain marvels are doing so well because it's just hey nerds won Mm -hmm. oh we got it and we're we're getting the non-nerds involved in every which way it's like we've got all these little gateway uh movies for them now uh so yeah i mean i i guess like the major difference uh for me with it is is that um, i feel like uh marvel's captain marvel is uh is an all-ages kind of a thing and then yes you have that pet appeal everybody's heard about goose the cat now you know um and everything with that and nick fury but then you know keeping in mind that this is a movie that's coming at the tail and this is like what the 25th 26th marvel marvel movie 20, 21 22 it, i don't know There's i think, I think 22 several. is 
22nd? Okay. Oh, oh, I'm adding movies in my head. I'm oh, already planning for phase four. Movies. You've inserted <laughs> into the canon. Oh, uh, well, um, Spectrum. Oh, Spectrum is, is going to be a movie. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, oh, well, I, I don't want to get spoilery for anything. But, hey, you know you know Spectrum from uh, Next Wave. You know? Yeah. Uh, Spectrum if you're nasty. But, yeah. <laughs> Her and there uh, eventually would. You know, with that Fox Disney merger deal, there's there's a lot of sandbox to play in now mm-hmm. with this. So, And we had to be brief on that one last week because there was so much that was going on. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, like, do you have any thoughts now that everything is official? Like, the ink is drying on the papers, and as of last Wednesday, Fox and Disney are one one entity. Uh, well, uh, if anybody knows from when I talked about this before the deal was um, even concrete, yes, I have some reservations with it. I mean, uh, the point is moot now because, mm-hmm. you know, it's done. Um, where I wonder if we had been as inventive and original and creative as we were if they had had all of the toys to play with at the beginning. I mean, would we have gotten Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, you know, it's a really good question. It's you know, and I'm and, gonna and say you, probably no, not for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Would we have gotten Deadpool in that particular way if it had been owned by Disney at the start, and it wasn't just, you know, Fox? With I, I you know, I don't have the answer to that. And really, all we can do is move forward with what we have. Um, there is a lot of history, and a lot of uh, the fans are very vocal. So between history and vocal fans, I feel like this will move forward in a good direction. But no matter what, we're going to tell one way or another. And it's nice to have the, the like those franchise options. It, it, I love they, they Necessity was the mother of invention and led to a bunch of great films. Mm. But I'm not exactly mad about Kevin Feige, who has now proven that I like his taste, I like his judgment, and I like his ability to execute. I can't be mad about him having more toys to play with. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Including Black Panther 2. That's one of the, that's one of the films that's in my head. <laughs> Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Hey, this is John Roca, the producer of Collider Heroes. Collider Heroes is brought to you by DC Universe, the first all-DC platform for us DC fans. Join at DCUniverse.com and get sucked into new original series like the highly touted Titans or jump into Doom Patrol, DC's most beloved team of super freaky superheroes. Featuring an incredible cast of Joy Van Wade, Diane Guerrero, April Balby, Alan Tudyk, Matt Bomber, and Brendan Fraser, with new episodes dropping weekly. Or get your comic book with thousands of new comic titles just added to an already impressive comic library. This includes more recent titles and complete storylines like Superman Secret Origin, Batman 2011, and Harley Quinn 2013. Also available on the platform are tons of the classic DC movies we love, like Batman, Batman Returns, and the original Superman movie. If animated films are more your speed, join now, because the new Justice League vs. The Fatal Five is coming soon. DC Universe is available on your favorite devices. So if you were thinking about it before, now's definitely the time. Join and get a year's worth of DC content at dcuniverse.com. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar. 
with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. So on that note, I think I might rush in because we have a lot of minors worth talking about today. Ah. Um, and the first of those minor mutations, because we, we got these images relatively recently, we have some new Avengers Endgame posters. Yes. Which are both super cool and classy and sad and feature a very dramatic looking raccoon in just what is a, a beautiful moment in fandom. <laughs> uh, uh, but we will get into it because we didn't just get posters of the heroes. Uh, in color. We also got a new look at Joaquin Phoenix as Joker from Todd Phillips' Instagram this week. Uh, getting ready for that fall drop uh, from the opposite side of the DC Universe mm. as poor Shazam. Uh, only poor because I imagined him being sad because he found out about the Joker. I'm sorry. I have a lot of Billy Bats and things running through my head at all times. <laughs> I just, nothing bad can ever happen to him. It's a rule that people, okay. <laughs> poor kid. He's a good kid. Uh, we also got some interesting news from coming out uh, the day after the merger was official. Drew Goddard, awesome nerd filmmaker, awesome creator, uh, has just signed a big TV deal uh, over at the at, at some ver- some portion of New Disney Fox, <laughs> and we are all curious because that is a TV deal that has nothing to do with, let's say, maybe making X Force. But it's impossible to stop us from going, huh? What does it mean? At least you're on good collaborative terms. We also, uh, speaking of not knowing what's coming out of that merger, we got an interesting update on the former Fox X-Men properties and their place at the new Disney Fox. Some indications that they may obviously still have to deal with or untangle the producing deals with some of the folks who've been working on that stuff over at Fox. And some uncertainty, continued uncertainty essentially, about what is happening with New Mutants. We also found out this week... That Runaway Season 3 is on, and I'm sorry that Koi is not here, because Koi and I are, of course, the founding members of the Collider Heroes is Obsessed with Runaways Club. Uh, But we're all thrilled to hear that we are getting more of that show coming from Hulu. We also got, for comic book fans, some frankly rad news. Jonathan Hickman is coming back to Marvel. We have no idea how this will impact the movies long term, but we love to cover when things make us particularly excited in the nerd world, and the announcement of a Jonathan Hickman set of X-Men books is a pretty big deal. We also got some new posters this week for Spider-Man Far From Home, which are just fun and delightful and feature our boy touring Europe in advance of whatever, I'm sure, non-threatening things are going to happen in that movie, which I hope is two and a half hours of pleasant vacation <laughs> Uh, We found out this week that we are getting some more Wilsons in the cast of Titans as they gear up for season two. We have a Deathstroke, and now we have a Jericho and a Ravager. We also this week heard from director Zack Snyder, who was doing a Q&A after a Watchmen screening and had a lot more to say about uh, his vision of superheroes and what his plan for the movies would have been. Uh, and, of course, set, set many tongues a-wagging on, on the Internet. Okay, so of those minors, several of which are actually very exciting, mm-hmm. what jumps out at you, Marquia? Uh, well, wow, a lot of this jumps out, <laughs> you know. I mean... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like a murderer's row of awesomeness right here for to be able to dwell into. I mean, the first thing I, I kept on sticking on was uh, Ravager and Jericho, just mm. because I, I really enjoy that for uh, Titans season two. Uh, well, because it's like, I mean, when you when you go back to you know Titans, you know um, uh, Wolfman Perez, and you have a uh, Jericho, uh, you know, and he's being able to possess and try to control Raven, and the way that they set Raven up in um, Titans season one, where she's barely got control of. Any Anything, control mm-hmm. herself or circumstances. And then um, introducing uh, this character in who's going to try to do that. I'm like, oh, wow. I wonder how they're going to do that. Um, that with a death stroke and then also having Ravager in there. I love Rose Wilson. Right? Uh, she is a DC character who has sort of struggled with the line. Uh, Deathstroke has a few kids, and they get involved in mm-hmm. DC shenanigans. That's the, the just <laughs> DC <guess>. shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where it's like you're you're not sure which side she's going to end up on, and I think that is a really great dynamic to put into uh, with what they established with season one, where it's like they're they're now 
a team-ish, but you've got Trigon in there, and you don't know where Raven's head is at and everything, and and God bless Grayson, what are you what are you doing? What is this darkness inside of you? Uh, so to, to add in, you know, the Wilson kids along with that, and then actual Slade himself, I'm, that that's going to be a heck of a party. So yeah, if you are uh, a member of the DC Universe streaming service, or mm. eventually when, when all of that arrives uh, for our international viewers uh, in wherever it's going to find its way, get excited with us because uh, Titans season two is going. But I do like I would love to have a special mm-hmm. corner of like Dick Grayson, what you doing? What you, what doing, what you doing, dude? Dude, what are you doing, man? I understand it's kind of like PTSD from having to you know spend all that time with Batman, but you gotta you're you're like at a Friday night and I need you at a Sunday afternoon because it's like <laughs> woo, dude. <laughs> That's actually a pretty reasonable segue into uh, speaking of the darkness and light in mm. superhero comics. Uh, we got some interesting comments from Zack Snyder oh, uh, yes, at a Q and A this weekend, mm-hmm. and I, to a certain extent, my I, I'm I don't have a ton of response on these because mm-hmm. he is allowed to have his own ideas about superheroes. Uh, y'all have seen me on the show before, so you will not be surprised to hear that I disagree with some of his takes. Uh, you know, his ideas about what makes sense as part of the fiction of superheroes, mm-hmm. I think I, I tend to land on the other side of. Uh, but, you know, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people, have, people have their own opinions. They have their own uh, takes on things and, and where they would like something to go, you know, whether they want to push the envelope in some areas and then not others. Uh, for me personally, um, when it comes to uh, an iconic um, character such as Batman, uh, for, for me, uh, yeah, Batman was a huge part of my life, you know, growing up, so it was Marvel. You know, like in general, uh, military brat, by the way. So you travel from base to base, whatever the exchange has, that's your nerdery. Uh, and, uh, you know, Marvel and DC were always there. Uh, so, but with me, with Batman, it, it's like um, the, I, I boil it down to Gotham PD could barely stand Batman as a vigilante. Um, if any time they thought that he got to the point of killing or like use of guns and killing, they like went after him. It's like, that was, you know, modus operandi right there so yeah. so for me i prefer a batman that does not kill um because you know what it's more difficult and then it always gives that dynamic of him and joker joker the killer and batman that won't that won't do it it is odd yeah. because the comments are coming from he has praised uh dark knight returns as mm. which one of i think basically all of our favorite works and a central thematic component of that is this question of like pushing batman over the edge to killing and if you think that that doesn't make sense as a piece of the fiction, I'm not sure how that book made sense to you. Mm. Uh, but it... Honestly, it's interesting. If these comments came while Zack Snyder was gearing up to make movies, I would be like, let's get into it. I'm going to spend an hour having a detailed disagreement on your approach to things. Mm-hmm. At this point, those movies are in his past, and hopefully many more awesome movies are in his future. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like there's a lot to be gained by being like this. But, yeah, my basic take is one of the staple ideas is that we trust superheroes mostly to, like, we, we read a lot of superhero stories with one of the basic assumptions being that they are mostly going to be able to use their powers for good and not be corrupted by them. It is really interesting and fun to read stories about what if that goes wrong, mm-hmm. and one of the best and most famous of those is Watchmen. Elseworlds. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. the basic idea that like they're gonna get it right uh, pretty much all of the time, and that this is part of the thing. Saying that someone who doesn't believe that is stupid is like saying only a sucker would believe a man can fly. Those are basic assumptions that underlie the stories, mm-hmm. and I don't tend to agree with them. Mm-hmm. But like, this is nerd stuff. This is the things we've all been arguing about our whole lives, and will continue to argue about. Yeah. This so is in that sense, Sex Night is just one of us. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's fantasy, and then also to to keep in mind of the context of uh, when he was saying this, it was a Q and A session, you know, after he was trying to do it, you know, for a different project, and it's like you, he's probably get gotten these questions a lot, and at a certain point, uh, everybody gets to their, you know, they get to that line. <laughs> so totally, uh, totally a possibility there. I mean, we've all we've all been there. 
we all have been there. It's just um, some people have more public personas than others. Yeah. So yeah. And some of us have actually directed those movies and some of us haven't and just there talk you about go. them on the internet. So there's so, that all in mind There's well. that also. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one thing I would love for us to talk about then, because we, we've been kind of DC heavy, how about we talk about the uh, the Endgame posters? Okay, let's do ah, this. Ah, yes. Um, we are going to pull them up. And go through, because one interesting thing, they dropped some new character posters for Avengers Endgame this week, as y'all mm. will have seen. Um, but... Yeah. And uh, they, they look uh, similar in the sense that um, everybody is extremely determined. Everybody is uh, looking off into the distance, you know, into that future, or into <laughs> their past, into their inner turmoil, because they must avenge the fallen. Indeed. They must. But the, it differs. It differs between the posters. So we're going to go through... We got a Captain America poster, not dusted, as we knew. We got mm-hmm. a Thor poster, not dusted. Which means that, you know, is in full color. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, sorry, <laughs> that's the, the code then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got <laughs> Hawkeye. He's in color. Yes, he's mm-hmm. in color. Not dusted. We can take turns if you want. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have uh, uh, Mackie, uh, uh, not dusted. We've got uh, Pepper what? Potts, mm-hmm. not dusted. Uh, oh, I, I'm sorry, uh, Rhodey. <laughs> Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're thinking Falcon. We're, we're getting our brains thinking, crossed. Yes. Oh, my God. Rody. Yeah. I'm doing all the things. Rody I'm undusted. doing all the things. Um, Pepper Potts undusted. Ant-Man undusted. Hulk undusted and looking real sad. Oh, Rocket. My favorite. Rocket, Rocket. Raccoon. Rocket. Not dusted. Okay. Um, uh, if y'all have seen my Twitter, whenever any of the Avengers Endgames things come out, it's like it always gets me about Rocket. Seeing little Rocket without Big Groot just hurts my heart. And then um, for it to be revealed that Groot's last word was dad. <laughs> you don't understand. I can't with that information. I it's know. too much. Ah. Uh, now I have to heal my heart with this undusted poster of Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Uh, which hopefully promises some good... Like, Because I, I believe we knew she wasn't dusted, but I didn't know whether I would get to like see her in this movie. Because those mm-hmm. are two different questions. And I feel strongly that now they have to make sure I get to see her in this movie, or they know that I will be angry. And the, since that is the basis on which they make all their decisions, they, I assume go. we're getting good Valkyrie stuff. Um, yeah, Wong, so, not dusted. Yes, of course he isn't. You know, Wong was like hanging out with, a, you know, had gotten the food that he... <laughs> he got that sandwich. He got that sandwich, you know, hanging out. He was fine. Okoye, as we know, not dusted. Yes, Okoye. Nebula, not dusted. I see, I see like Nebula having a real strong role in Endgame. Yes, yes. yes. we got a cheer a from real, Roka on the undusted Nebula, um, yes. who better be a big part real of Real strong role. That has been, honestly, one of my favorite things that came out of the entire Guardians run is mm-hmm. just the Gamora-Nebula relationship on screen and the way that plays into the events of these films. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> oh, we are in for such a treat. Weird <laughs> surprise. Uh, I, I think this one has to be the top. Nobody had money on me. Me waking up with news about Happy Hogan. I know. Happy's got a poster and Happy is undusted. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, I personally, I didn't even think of Happy in that, you know, lineup. And the fact that they have added him in, I'm like, okay, okay, what's going on here? But that really feeds into what they're talking about, making the Infinity Saga the capper to this entire film run. Pepper mm-hmm. and Happy are part of that story. They that are. go back to the beginning in a really important way. <laughs> Uh, Iron Man, not tested, so that's good. Yeah. Um, this poster doesn't say anything about being stuck in space, so, you know. So mm-hmm. We know he makes it back. He we do, it but back. it's fun to But, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> speculation. And Carol Danvers, obviously not dusted. Mm-hmm. Black Widow, obviously not dusted. That is a fun fake one. Um, yeah, and of then, all the undusteds, all the full color. And then, if we can have a moment. <sighs> Imagine Sad Sarah McLaughlin music playing. Star-Lord in black and white, avenge the fallen. Dusted. Peter Parker in black and white, avenge the fallen. He didn't want to go. This next one. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. This. This. If we don't say it, it's not true. I, I didn't need for that to happen. It's, it's Shuri. The next poster is Shuri. It's Shuri. Dusted. I, um... I don't know why they want to mess with us like that. That was unnecessary. I could have, that could have remained, you know, not to, not to put it too on the nose, but in the gray area for me. <laughs> nope, they got to hurt us because that's what they're here to do. And look, it's Teenage Groot. Dusted. 
It's the wasp who finally made it into a costume. It's about time to be dusted. And now Anthony Mackie. And now Mackie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now Mackie. We've had a long week. Thank you for bearing with us. Our brains are a little fried. Mm-hmm. Um, just fried enough to be super sad about all of this. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the Steve's, Steve's main dude. <gasps> Bucky. Steve's babe. Dusted. <laughs> Bucky's dusted. Lost him again. Yeah. Drax. Looking so serious and sad, which is just... It's... Like, a noble, downcast-looking Drax is just a mean thing to make me look at because right. I want to feel good, happy feelings when I see his face. It's like when I think of him, I think of him and Mantis laughing at Star-Lord. <laughs> oh, that's the greatest gift. And then this one. Well, this one we knew, but you know what? There's such a thing as salt in an open wound, and it's, <laughs> it's uh, T'Challa dusted. We will avenge you, my king. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch dusted. dusted. Mantis. Mantis. Dusted. Gamora. Gamora. Wow. She's playing dead. Yeah. That's, uh, that wasn't even, she didn't even get a chance to get to the dusted And part. unless you're me and still convinced that she is in Soul World and she's popping out of the gem uh, because you've created your own elaborate fan fiction of what's going to happen. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Please give the moment where Marquia was like, oh, your hope. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's it's better than my world where she cannot be returned because she was killed before the dusting. Yeah. I like your I like your Speaking version which, much better. Loki. Loki. Dustin. Oh man. For what? No, sorry. I, we're saying Dusty because they're not because he's in here. he's in he's Plain in the game. But yeah, this is avenging the fallen. Now, weirdly, because of comics, we know that it's very difficult to kill Loki, but we're all not sure this version of Loki is ever coming back. Yeah. The Vision. Just plain dead. Yeah, uh, because I remember when it was in, Shuri was in the gray area for me, um, my whole thought was like, oh, she copied down a whole lot of Visions, you know, you know, everything in his mind. So we could probably, you know, reboot a earlier version of, you know, Vision to help everybody out. You know, they got the vibranium and everything there and Shuri would be able to, but no, Shuri is dusted. I so. like this phrasing though, because Avenge the Fallen means... Basically, we saw or know that a bad thing happened to them. Mm. And it really doesn't rule out any level of retcon that they want to throw us at. Uh, Because you know, y'all know me, I am team, everyone has to come back, they wouldn't leave half the universe dead, we're fixing this, I just don't know how. Uh, And so, you know, I will be the only audience member not mad if we escape from this movie with absolutely no emotional consequences. (laughs) It will be just me being happy and throwing a party for all of my alive friends. What about in the trailer when you have, like, they're carrying that casket... And Steve Rogers is a pallbearer, and he's very, very sad. What are, I mean, but what's going on? Well, now, was that a flashback to the funeral from the previous movies, or was that a new casket scene? It was in the trailer, so I don't know. You tell me. I don't don't want to think about it. No sadness. Fair enough. No sadness at all. Avengers Puppies is the movie that I'm going to see in several weeks. Um, Oh, I want that. The only sad person will be Goose. Uh, (laughs) I I want for uh, Nick Fury to be a pug (laughs) in this Avengers Puppies movie. Speaking of which, Nick Fury. Dusted. Dusted. Uh, And Doctor Strange. Dusted. And that rounds up our our poster setup. Thoughts? Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I think this is very, like the timing of this, beautifully done. Um, and you can go to each of the actors on Instagrams, uh, like Chad Bosman and so on and so forth. Uh, and uh, each of them have the poster up there. And it just, it's, it's a really good reminder where it's like, hey, you remember that gut punch that you had from Infinity War? And like all the ups, all the ups and all those <laughs> gut punches. Uh, then, yeah. Be prepared now because we are going to take you on one of the greatest rides. This this ride in the making that has been over a decade, yeah. over a decade in the making for this particular movie. And it's right around the corner. It is really a just uh, everything about this run-up has sort of been a, a celebration of what they've accomplished and the world they made us fall in love with and how rich and varied it is. And I love all of those those reminders because it really, watching the MCU happen to movies has been like watching everyone in the world get to be a comic book fan for a few years uh-huh. uh, because suddenly everyone's trying to debate watching order and which parts are canon and uh, keep all of these things in your head and they encounter all this 
same problems that we have in comics, like trying to get your friend to jump in when you're 15 movies in. Um, <laughs> but they also get all the benefits we have in comics, like falling in love with this giant cast of characters who all feel real and are inhabiting a giant shared universe where the consequences affect all of them. So, yeah, that part is really fun. Um, looking at sad teenage Groot grayed out because we watched him turn into dust is mean and terrible. And you all are jerks. Uh, but thank you, bunch of jerks. Uh, please let us see your movie. Which we, I think, officially got the, like, they're starting to list the run, town, uh, run, run time on, like, theater yeah. websites. Yeah, so it is I believe it was, uh, was it three, three hours, hours and two minutes? Something like that. Three hours, two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Those two minutes are all post scene. That's the puppies. Post. Why are you trying scenes. to take my puppies? <laughs> oh, I want and I want it to be like you know how when Thor did the action figures, uh-huh. it's like oh I wasn't in the movie, so oh. I want him to do that with the puppies. There doesn't have to be a Thor puppy. It's him playing with Avenger puppies, or it's just the friend from Ant Man narrating the events while puppies act them out. Yes. That's uh, what I want. Michael's... Pena, right? Pena. Yeah. Michael Pena. Oh, we love us some Michael Pena. Man, the, the Dora trailer looks good. Yeah. Um, hey, everyone. This is John Roca, the producer of Collider Heroes. Collider Heroes is brought to you by DC Universe, the first all-DC platform for us DC fans. Join at DCUniverse.com to stream the original series Doom Patrol with new episodes dropping weekly. For those not familiar with Doom Patrol, they're one of the most beloved and bizarre superhero crews out there, with each member having suffered a previous horrific injury that now gives them unique superpowers they have united as a squad of super freaks to fight for a world that ironically, wants nothing to do with them. The star-studded cast is led by Joyvin Wade as Cyborg, Diane Guerrero as Crazy Jane, April Balby as Elastigirl, Alan Tudyk as Mr. Nobody, with Matt Bomber as Negative Man, and Brendan Fraser as Robot Man. Enjoy Doom Patrol, as well as other original series, thousands of added comics, animated films, and classic DC movies on the ultimate DC platform, DC Universe. Available on all your favorite devices. Join today and get a year's worth of dc content at dcuniverse.com uh okay so uh to to explain a little further what i was talking about the drew goddard uh fox oh. seal he is an experienced writer director you know him from buffy you know him from a bunch of good stuff cabin in the woods uh he's been attached at different times i think to a version of sinister six and then maybe to a version of x-force and he has just signed a big deal it's with the tv side of things and probably that deal itself as far as i know is unconnected to all of this franchise stuff that we love but Folks are excited because it shows that he is in business with the now combined company that's going to be controlling the destinies of some of those projects. Uh, so does this mean X-Force greenlit? It does not. But <laughs> is it a cool sign that Drew Goddard is uh, meeting with folks over in that new empire? Uh, for me, it is. I will watch whatever it is, but if it ends up being some, some genre and franchise stuff, I will be into it because I like his work. Uh, yeah, so it's like what between uh, him and ABC, I believe he said that it was. So it's like great. Says uh, he's had a relationship with uh, people um, with that dating back to Buffy. So it was like awesome. I mean, I I, I Buffy, really which was of course Twentieth Century Fox. Yeah, um, so on I, the TV side, I yeah, there's yeah. a lot of divisions. There's 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 a lot, and it keeps on changing. If there's goalposts, those keep on <laughs> those keep on moving in that realm. But um, yeah, love his movies, and I would I would totally watch a TV series of him. Yeah, yeah, that's a done deal. Heck yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about Jonathan Hickman back at Marvel. It he. Uh, has been indie only for the last couple of years. He's a wonderful writer whom you might know from great runs on Fantastic Four, one of my favorite runs right. of Fantastic Four. Secret Wars. From Secret Wars. Uh, from New uh, Avengers. Avengers and New Avengers. Avengers which he was running side yeah, by side. Was, yeah. That which was a, a giant magnum opus resulting in Secret Wars, which mm. happened in the summer of 2015, after which he said, basically, I'm just doing my indies for a while. And he mm. has fantastic indie comics that you should be reading. Uh, but... I was a little bit sad as the fan who always wants everyone to do both because I was like, I'm glad you're doing your indies, but you're really good at superheroes. So if you ever, you know, change your mind, we would love to have you back. And as established, all companies make decisions based on what would make me happy. Of course. Of course. I mean, everybody knows this. It's in the bylines of everything. (laughs) So Jonathan Hickman is coming back to Marvel and he's writing the X-Men. 
There he goes. Um, was it House of X and Power of X? Yeah, we don't really know what they mean yet. They've talked no. about revisiting X-Men history. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're just like two one-shots and I'm being punked right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, it seems as if it's a big deal. It's a new project. It involves the X-Men and it's Jonathan Hickman and I'm yeah. on board. I mean, if anybody has a speculation, uh, you know, comments and, you know, hit us up on Twitter with that. I'd love to like, you know, bandy that back and forth because mm-hmm. it can, it could be literally so many things. I can he did a super cute thing with the teaser where they they did oh, like the a hickman teaser Mr. and then he did like a an homage to mr miracle mr. which miracle, hickman yeah. is and that's when i love that comics is a small world because everyone's just kind of friendly buds with each other mm-hmm. on some level like they don't literally all the creators don't all know each other but it is really fun when they take moments to be like we're all functioning in the same exciting creative space and we can play with each other's ideas and and uh it's just neat to see <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh, comics. So that's are happening cool. in July. Um, that's yeah. the the news is sign me up. I'm excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Runaways season three is on. <laughs> so that's great. I mean, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter on the Runaways account, but uh, they. <laughs> I thought it was so cute. They actually put up this little teaser thing where they have old lace uh, and they're trying to sleep. And then there's all these uh, these comments that come up. You're like, hey, what is Runaway Season 3 coming on? Hey, is old lace going to be on there? Hey, you know, you know, us fans, we're rabid. And then old lace like gets up and is like screaming at the camera like, fine, <laughs> here it is, like running around. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going back to sleep now. So, I mean, you can see that on Runaway's Twitter. But I just thought that that was such a really cute announcement for them yeah. to do they know am, what they're doing i'm very excited that that show is coming back obviously we've talked to the showrunners we've talked to the cast uh they are delightful humans making a show that we really enjoy and i am hopeful that season three as part of their hulu programming uh, as part of whatever the new reality of uh Marvel and Fox is. Mm. I don't have any information about this, but in my heart, this means that Molly can be a mutant now. Yes, that means uh, you 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 could have Wolverine show up, uh, you know, and be kind of that tutor that uh yeah that he did, and you can have Spider Man show up. I mean, you can have these crossovers that uh that already exist in uh, Brian K. Vaughn's uh, Runaways. You can have that happen. They're That's, probably not going to introduce it's probably not. a guest spot on their Hulu show, The Runaways, but that would be amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You don't know what breaking half. <laughs> I'm just saying, if they wanted to, if maybe they wanted they could to, now. they can. <laughs> the sky is, is the limit. It mm-hmm. definitely is. Uh, bearing in mind, of course, as as a lot of uh, other conversations, this even at, even at like the comic book shop, the one place where we should like we're the happiest about this merger, it still comes with all of the upsetting sides of the giant merger, which is that unfortunately. There have been layoffs. There will be more oh, layoffs. Yes. Uh, yeah. This, like the business side of it, is the elephant in the room when we have these discussions. Mm-hmm. But this is the show where we get to enjoy the positive uh, things that will come from it, uh, like everyone playing with all the toys in the box. Yes, you know, uh, showing gratitude for you know for all of this goodness that we do get. It's like because it's a it's a certain type of validation. I mean, if whether you're new to comics or are not, you know, it, you'll you'll quickly find out that there it's not a topic that you can. Just just discuss with anybody all the time, um, like you might with other things like um, a really well-known TV show, like Friends or something like that, where it's like there's a lot of people that know Friends. When it's something like specific, like, oh, Runaways, back before the TV show, it's like other people would be like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Is that a documentary? Yeah. You know, it's like it probably oh, is. Oh, the, the, the punk band? Like, oh, <laughs> It's a great band, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't so. know if they were technically punk. I don't know genres. They're a good band. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it is very exciting to be like, we can have giant conversations about the runaways. <laughs> Comic pull list, are we ready? Speaking of things that not enough people uh, know about and should be excited for. Yes. This was at the top of my list. It was at the top of Koi's list. It should be at the top of your list. This week, this Wednesday, is Detective Comics 1000 from DC. The one, the, the, the big one, the place Batman was born. We'll get into it. Number two is Daredevil number three. That is uh, from the brand new run, which Koi is super loving, so we had to make sure to get on this list. Uh, number three on our list, Shazam number four. This is a great series to jump into if you're excited for the movie or to make you excited for the movie. We'll get into that. Number four, a new edition of an indie is coming to print this week. Uh, 
a new printing of Volume 1 of Coda, a beautiful fantasy series. And number five, DC's trying some really interesting new stuff, and they are launching lines of graphic novels for young and middle grade readers. And one of those launches this week, Mira Tidebreaker, as a graphic novel. Okay, we'll get into all those. Uh, Are there any... Let's say any particular books oh, you're excited about. What, what could I have been excited? I don't know. Full disclosure, know. we are very lucky and we work for DC at DC Daily. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, it's really hey, exciting, we're, we're nerds of all ilk, It Roka. would be on the top of our list <laughs> anyway, like, but we wouldn't have copies. Huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, my, okay. So, we, we've read this, and if you, uh, if you subscribe to DC Universe and are able to access it, I know that that's, we understand that that's an issue. We just work there. Um, kind of a thing, then, um, yeah, we've uh, discussed Detective Comics. We're going to number 1,000. With this, I mean, there's there's one one of the stories is already uh, released online. It is I Know, uh, and that's uh, Brian Michael Bendis's, uh, where it's... Oh, and the Alex Ask May... Yeah. Alex Beautiful Mayf. story. Um, it's gorgeous. I can show this, like, I, I don't know if they can see it, but... <laughs> It's a gorgeous two-page spread just to start. This isn't my favorite story in it, but, God, it's a good one. And you can read it right now without even picking this up. Just go ahead and Google it. But basically the premise is that the Penguin knew. The Penguin knew who Batman's secret identity was, Bruce Wayne. Uh, And the fallout of that... What? Uh, just read it. Read that one. And then you're you're going to want all the other ones in there. My personal favorite of this is the very last. I, I'm not going to. I shouldn't show any of that one. It's the very last uh, story in here. I believe it is called Medieval. Let me double check. It is. It is called Medieval. Uh, it's Tomasi. Uh, Peter J. Tomasi and Doug uh, Mainkey that do this. And it. It bridges the gap from Detective Comics 1000 into 1001. And uh, the way that this is done is absolutely, non-spoiler, is absolutely gorgeous. It's literally full-page panels um, and this iconic representation, but then the story is like the flip side of what you would expect. So for me, <laughs> for me, I, I'm just all about medieval and I can't wait for a thousand one with that. So I love that we, this would be at the top of anyone's list this, mm. list this week. Action Comics hit a thousand, I think it was last year. Yes. Um, Detective Comics has just hit a thousand. And these are by, by any yardstick, this is a landmark. Uh, Action and Detective are the comics that basically started it all uh, from D. See, Detective Comics 27, as you all know, was Batman's first appearance. He is turning 80 this weekend, apparently. Yeah, he looks good, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> he? He will and should and better outlive us all. Yes, uh, those abs and those boots. He's doing it. <laughs> and a support system. Go, Alfred. But I'm happy to say that like anthology comics can be hit or miss. This mm. one is great. Um, there's just a bunch of great creators in here. There's a bunch of great stories in this issue. Uh, uh, most of them are like, just short stories from like a who's who of Batman contributors. Uh, you, it, it's it's good stuff. It is expensive. Like, it <laughs> runs like yeah, it's nine ninety nine, and there's a million covers. So mm-hmm. pick your favorite. Don't fall for the trap. You don't need all of them unless you want to. <laughs> and I'm not going to stop you. I'm just saying, uh, you will get yeah. all those stories in whichever cover you get. Uh, we picked a variant for our pull list there. And honestly, I'm just really happy with it. I love that we yeah. get to see this day. I love that I get to have these at the shop. Uh, I mean, and then, like, some of the writers that you'll run into with this, I mean, you have uh, Paul Dini, uh, Scott Snyder. Oh, Paul Dini's. There's a oh. Becky Clunan illustrated story in here that I, uh, that she's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Christopher Priest, uh, you know, his death stroke and also his Black Panther. So, yeah, I mean, th- it's. This is one of the good ones. Shout out to the editors for the way that it flows, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. The way that this anthology flows. But, I had, like, yeah. a delayed reaction thing where I was like, oh, oh, I just saw what they did there. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, first story especially has a deep cut y'all are going to love. Ooh. Okay. The end of just being excited about Detective 1000, which we could do an hour on, because it's Detective Comics 1000, 1000! 1000! That's some history. Mm-hmm. And you can just jump into this. You get it. 
Okay, but I did say that was the end. Yes. So, um, check out something new and different. If you don't want the, like, culmination of 80 years of Batman history, start with a brand new thing. I'm excited for Coda. This is a book that has, like, a beautiful, inventive fantasy. It's on my list because my coworker at the shop... sold us out of them. Like, when they came, there was an, an early access edition that came out in the fall, and we have literally been waiting months to be able to get more of these. Because nice. this absolutely beautiful, messed-up fantasy story, uh, like, uh, has its mass-market edition coming out this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just just Google, the art is incredible. Uh, I'm very excited to finally have more of these and, and get to share it with people. Uh, and it just shows, like, one of those beautiful worlds that, like, this would cost eight bajillion dollars. But in comics, we can do it with artists because they're amazing. Um, so Coda is a, a the new start out of the box pick for this week. And then, like I said, Mira, the tiebreaker graphic novel. I am really interested. DC has two new lines, DC Zoom and DC Inc. Mm. And y'all have heard me talk here before about wanting a lot of comic book stories available for different audiences. Uh, there have, in the last 10 years, been sort of a, a, a revolutionary level of work being done for all ages and younger readers. But DC and Marvel have been a little slower to get in on that, to start offering, I mean, they, they tend to offer things sort of inconsistently. It's been one of the things as a retailer that I've most wanted is like more good options that I can hand to everybody so that we can have our relatively dark Scott Snyder and Tom King Batman, but also have things that I can give to, to all ages. So they're doing a Super Sons one. They're doing a Mira standalone. They're doing a Harley Quinn standalone. Ooh, they're wow. doing these as graphic novels that you can hand to, uh, like younger readers and middle grade readers in those two lines, and Mira is one of the the test titles for that. So I'm really excited to see that launch um, and get and, them and while Mira's they're getting young. her own graphic novel that will like nice. hook a bunch of kids on the the DC universe. <laughs> get so them happy. hooked. If we if I'm, we want more, did get I them say hooked. hooked? You I said get them hooked. Permanently interested. Get them hooked. You heard it. Uh, Amy said it. Get them while they're young. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So yeah, there's every week is a great week at the shop. We tend to go Marvel heavy on a lot of our lists, so I was happy that there were a lot of good things to share. The new Shazam run is great. It is. It uh, is. Go ahead and get number four. Uh, you know that's out Wednesday. So it's like, yeah, the the way that the story is set up, I, I feel like it's a really n- nice compliment to the movie. You don't have to read it to see the movie, but it just really gets you on a really good page with it. You already get your intro into these characters. I mean, it's just beautifully it's beautifully done the way that it flows. And this this run is leaning heavily into the fun and whimsy of Shazam, yes. and that is a thing I am extremely on board for. <laughs> so your mileage is going to vary. Um, it's interesting because the, the, the revamped New 52 version of Shazam mm-hmm. has dabbled in both kind of the dark and gritty elements and the fun, whimsical ones. Um, and right now, we're leaning heavily in the whimsical direction and i am into it yes we're at funland funland <laughs> is a thing king kid yeah you're not it's literally called funlands it yeah really um, is. uh so i believe do you have any final thoughts there wasn't any other comics coming out this week you're excited for uh detective comics kind of wiped it for me yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah, yeah. I'm feeling that anthology but yeah yeah uh, oh wait there is oh I'm cheating because you got excited and mentioned this before the thing. So I was like, I did. And now, and now I'm realizing, uh, so, uh, Sam Humphreys, uh, you know him from, uh, from DC daily. Uh, also you more than likely know him from, because he is the current um, writer of Harlequin and he has done a lot of work. His new comic dial H for hero is coming <laughs> out and, uh, dial H. Oh, wow. Okay. Picture this. <laughs> if you're, if you're not familiar, picture this, like you could, uh, ring an old school, an old timey phone and, and you just do like your little rotary thing. And then when whatever number comes out, you get just a superpower. We don't know what it is until you actually get it. Maybe it is, you know, um, hyperspeed. Maybe it is becoming invisible. You don't know, but you literally dial H for hero. This is one of those beautiful throwback concepts that you worry are lost forever. Uh, And I I got introduced to it actually via the Amalgam comics in the late 90s. Shout out to the people who remember DC versus Marvel. There it Um, is. And I was just like, what is this? But it's had this like weird special place in my heart ever since. And they are doing a new Dial H for Heroes series. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the artist, Quinones, is wonderful. I love his stuff. These, again, a lot of these are the lean into the whimsy choices. But Mm -hmm. that's just where I am right now. And I 
think if you are also there, you're going to dig these books. Yeah. You know, it's like it balances out your world. Sometimes it gets real dark. So sometimes you need a little light and fluffy, a little flouncy bouncy. And I'm okay with that. And speaking of only good things happening because the movie is just going to be a bunch of puppies, as I have decided here on Collider Heroes, that brings us to the sweaty question of the week. Which comes to us from Rob Galafassi at Galafassi Rob on Twitter asks, what are two things you absolutely need to see in Endgame? For me, Rob, it's for somebody, preferably Cap or Tony, to shout Avengers Assemble. And for Cap to walk up to Thanos as he did in the Infinity Gauntlet graphic novel. And he included those very, very memorable and iconic panels of the slow walk towards Thanos. Uh, Hashtag Collider Heroes. Hashtag Say Sweaty. Thank you for that question. Other than the whole thing is puppies and everybody lives happily ever after, which Mm -hmm. is, of course, my real answer. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Okay, there are two things that I definitely want to happen. You kind of see it in the trailer. So, well... For me, it hinted at it in the trailer where you had Rocket on top of War Machine, like guns ablazing, like they're in the in the middle of battle. So what I want to see is I, I want Rocket to like see War Machine and just like his, you know, his little tech gadget heart just like open up and him uh, probably stealing some Wakandan tech and kind of tinkering with a War Machine. And I, I want War Rocket to happen <laughs> so badly. I think that would be so choice and I really need that and then the second thing that i need because um i I feel like i'm a good person but there there there's a darkness inside of me i need for happy go lucky farmer thanos to get that beat down i need (laughs) that i need it to be like um was it a debo friday (laughs) in the movie friday i need for him to get knocked out i just wow He, he took out Shuri. We're done, dude. You're done. <laughs> it's personal now. You're done. Um, <laughs> I, I actually love these, these two picks, Rob, that you made are things that, like, I mean, just say it. Just say Avengers Assemble. It needs to be Cap. I need it to be Cap. Tony is the emotional heart of these movies in a lot of ways, so I would get why you are opening it up to being him. But for my money, let Cap say it. Let them assemble. Do the thing. Um, and, and it would be great if we can get that slow walk up. We got a lot of nods oh. to the Infinity Gauntlet in mm. like the imagery, in the... like. Especially Thanos' use of powers had some wonderful, very distinct callbacks to the Infinity Gauntlet graphic novel. Indeed. The other thing is, I'm I'm probably not getting it, but like the, the my elaborate personal fan fiction uh, that they will draw on the famous way that Adam Warlock comes jumping out of the Soul Stone. Like I want it to happen. There it is. Um, either him or Gamora. You can switch that up. That's okay. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not saying I'm super attached to my random fan theory, but maybe I am. But uh, those things. The puppies, for sure. Of course the puppies. It's in the bylines. Puppies. But Avengers puppies. Also, your picks, Rob, I think were dead, dead on. If we can get that slow mm-hmm. walk up to give Thanos his consequences and be like, all of it, everything you did, it was for nothing. Uh, <laughs> you were wrong. Gamora was right. Uh, <laughs> I need a t-shirt that says Gamora was right, because she's right about everything in that movie. Um, yeah. And then uh, we only have a few more weeks to wait. Yeah. And it is here. Yeah, it's here. And then it's like uh, life will be completely different after it. I have no doubt of that. Whatever happens in that movie that happens to us, for us, with us in that movie afterwards, oh, what is life going to be like? Thank you for that question. Thank you all for keeping sending your questions. Use hashtag Collider Heroes uh, to put those on our radar, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for being here, Marquia. Oh, uh, yeah, this was a blast. Anytime. Anytime, all the time. It's like uh, two times on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, stay sweaty.